Hello there, everybody. Brother Dave here, founder of the Lost Kings Podcast. I sure would like to take this opportunity to thank everyone, my listeners, my supporters, and all of you that took it upon yourselves to spread the word of my podcast. You know, we're quickly approaching 600 played. This is a milestone, and I truly want to make sure that I extend my greatest appreciation and thank yous to everyone that has been a part of listening and helping out in any way. So thank you once again. I just wanted to announce that Stacia T will be rejoining us hopefully in June. She is doing some projects and things that is a she was not able to uh, be a part of the podcast for the last couple of months, but she assured me that she will be done with what she's working on and she'll be able to talk about the things she's worked on and she will be rejoining us in June. So we are definitely looking forward to that. You know, I would like to speak briefly about my book. And I want to thank all of you who took the opportunity to listen to the last uh, episode. And I pretty much only spoke 20 minutes and read a little bit of it. Now, I got a lot of comments, positive and some not, but for the most part, everything was positive and I'm so grateful for that. Now, I just wanted to speak briefly about that because I wanted to make sure people understood that that was not just really um, reading from the book, but it was more or less like a, hmm, like I could, I guess I could say like a commercial, you know, to speaking of speaking of different parts of the book that when you when the book comes out you'll be able to get a full understanding so what I what I read was hopefully to get you interested and to think about um, what's pretty much going on in the book so there's a lot of different things and in what the 20 minutes that I read it easily can sound like some things wasn't thought through or it could sound like it didn't make sense or well what's gonna happen well the deal is, it was just to spark an interest, and I'm looking forward to putting out the book in the near future. However, at this time, like I said, I just wanted to uh, speak about it a little bit and and put it out uh, a portion just to get an interest. And I tell you what, the interest is high. So thank you once again for taking the opportunity to even listen and and give any feedback which you have so i greatly greatly appreciate it thank you so very much honestly i can't thank you enough so i'm looking forward to uh reading some more in the near future and i'm also looking forward to uh putting out the book so now you have something to look forward to for the near future coming out for myself and uh that's just like i said i just something i just wanted to you know speak on and touch on now, I, I also wanted to um, give you an idea of how wide this podcast is reaching across the globe. Now, we know that it's reaching through the United States. However, it's also reached Thailand. It's reached Ireland, the United Kingdom, 
and also Puerto Rico. So the longer we stay on this podcast, hopefully the more we'll reach across the globe. Now, a lot of people are not really familiar what podcast is. Some people ask me, well, when when are you going to do your live show so I can be a part of your live show? Well, podcast is not like radio. So I'm recording now. I'm recording live, but I'm recording it. So then I can edit it and I can add my music to it and little uh, interludes and things of that nature. And it just makes it a little bit more interesting. However, if you want to be a part of the podcast, if you if there's an episode that you heard or that I spoke on and you wanted to maybe write a comment on this podcast that you're listening to, you'll see a message button. You can click on message and you can either type me out a message or you can do a recorded message. And you can also let me know that you would like it to be on the podcast or if I could just answer the question or respond to your comment that you put about the podcast. No problem. It can be done. So I have some more guests coming up soon within this Uh, Hopefully, I'm going to have a few guests for my anniversary for March 31st, which is quickly approaching. So I'm working on uh, on that. I have a cousin, Cousin Richard. Love him. We've been uh, family for many years. And I'm hoping to have him on air with me as he's going to speak a little about his military experience and his um, aeronautical experience. As he has a lot of experience in aeronautics. And myself, I don't have much, but I did attend Spartan School of Aeronautics. And speaking with him, I would love to have a full conversation with him concerning some of our members in our family and also himself of, of, of what our family has uh, put out or given to our country in our military experience. So I'm looking forward to having Cousin Richard on with me. I have another cousin, his daughter. And I'm looking forward to hopefully speaking with her because she is a amazing actress, dancer, and performer professionally, I might add. She uh, works in Disney and she hasn't been able to do much work now because of COVID, but I'm sure she's keeping in shape and she's preparing for her future endeavors. So I'm looking forward to having her on uh, episode as well because everyone knows I love Hamilton. I love Wicked. I love so many plays like my younger daughter uh, is such a enthusiast of the different plays. And so I think this is going to be a great fun episode that I'm looking forward to as far as that. I have another episode coming up with my wife shortly. Um, we've spoken about different things, political and, and things of how people handle different situations or particularly on how when people move out of a area that when they came up, when they grew up in that area, how it was a devastated area, but now coming away from that area and becoming a success in life, what does it mean when someone says you have forgotten where you come from? So we're going to be talking to something about that too. So we have some really good episodes coming up and really looking forward to the different discussions with my family and friends. And once again, if you would like to be a part of the podcast or be on the podcast to maybe do a a episode with me, we can work that out. So 
Thanks again for just listening. Thank you for your continual support. And I'm really looking forward to um, the future of the podcast. Like I said, we are quickly approaching 600 played at this point. We are sitting at right now at 570. I hope to have reached 600 by March 31st. So if you're listening to this podcast, take some time to listen to some of the previous uh, podcasts. Some people are starting out listening to what we're doing now. However, you can go back and start from day one, which was March 31st, 2020, when I first started the podcast. Trust me, you'll get a kick out of it because I, at that point, I didn't even know what a podcast was, and it took me some time to get an understanding of it. And I think that you'll have some fun by going back to some of the early episodes and working your way up to this. So that is something that I highly encourage that you uh, and you spread the word and tell someone else, you know what, you know Dave Jardine from Tilden High School. Let's, let's take a listen and see what he got to say. Let me tell you, I'm not going to just preach to you. I'm going to talk. We're going to we're going to teach a little bit and every now and then I will do a sermon. So within this year of about almost 30 episodes, I had two sermons. And let me remind you, those are my first two sermons. So I don't expect for everyone to say that I was perfect because I am not. And I'm still learning. I'm still studying. I'm actually in the midst of my ministerial studies at this moment. So a lot of times when I don't get a chance to uh, record a podcast, honestly, it's because my studies are so intense that I have to concentrate on my studies. So that being said, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, I'm going to speak on um, the message that I heard today, which is Sunday, the 14th of March, from my church, my pastor's church, community church in Tobiana, Mount Poconos, and he speaks about Zacchaeus. So if you know about Zacchaeus, a man of short stature, it's a fun scripture, and it's something I would like to just expound on because I think it's so important to today. Now, I know a lot of people that are listening don't go to church, and I know a lot of people that will listen don't usually attend church and don't usually like to listen to people who are talking about you. Welcome back, and thanks again for joining us at the Lost Kings Podcast with your host, David James Jardine Jr. Thank you once again. Okay, so let's jump right into this. We were going to speak a little bit about today's sermon that Pastor Dave gave at our church. Uh, this morning. Okay. He started out with asking the congregation or letting the congregation know about the number two symbol in the whole world. And without hesitation, he let us know what it was. Coca-Cola, the sign, the red and white Coca-Cola sign happens to be the number two symbol in all the world. Now that's amazing. You know, Coca-Cola has this thing that where they want to have a Coca-Cola within arm's reach of every human being. 
That's a broad thing to do, but they seem to be hitting that mark. Then the pastor asked, did we know what the number one symbol was in the world today? Of course he asked and people shouted out different answers, the prayer hands and different things. And he let us know that the number one symbol in the world is the cross. Not any cross, but the cross that represents where Jesus was hung, died, and three days later was resurrected. And that cross is the number one symbol of the world today. Now that's amazing. However, if Coca-Cola is number two, what the past was pointing out is that we don't want Coca-Cola to become number one. So the symbol of the cross being number one is something as us as true believers want to continue to represent that symbol. So another point that I wanted to uh, bring out before I go into the prayer is that God has not blessed us with success. Now, I, I kind of was like, scratch my head at that. But the second part of what he said was, but with the potential to be successful. I agree with that. Because God can lay a success right before you, but you're not going to automatically just be successful. So what he's really allowing us to have is the potential to be successful. I really like that point. So I just wanted to mention that. Now, I want to go into a prayer before we go into scripture. You know, there's a lot going on I hadn't spoke about and I hadn't recorded in a while. You know, uh, we have a new president. We have uh, a lot of new things that's going on in the world today. And one of the main things that happens to be going on, it's been going on, but in my eyes, what I see is, is more open now than ever or is being more spoken about or more in our face of things that's going on what I'm speaking about is racism you know I don't really talk a lot about those things in details because I can go on and on about it now racism is a huge problem in society and it has been for over at least 500 years or more. So, it's very important that I mention that before I go into prayer. So here we go. If you're, if you're joining me, bow your head in prayer. Heavenly Father, our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ, I just want to take this opportunity to thank you for all your mercies and all your grace and all your love and, and all your protection. But Heavenly Father, I want to take this opportunity to pray for our enemies because we have so many, so many that are shamefully racist. And to think that one person is better than another because of the color of their skin or where they come from, it's a shame. So I'm praying for those people that somehow, some way that you would touch their hearts, allow us to show them that racism isn't a proper way to live or to be. There's so many young people that are coming up uh, following their parents in racism that they are carrying a torch of racism. I plead the blood of Jesus against anyone that is racist 
any color, any creed, anyone that thinks that that they are better than me or or that they are better than anyone else because of the color of their skin. I plead the blood of Jesus against the devil of that type of thinking and that way of life. And I pray to God that you would reign supreme as you are and that in our lives that we will be able to stand up and be the person that you are calling us to be. That the potential that you have given us to be successful in life, that we'll be able to stand on that promise that you have given us and be able to use the potential that you have given us to be successful. And hopefully in that success is reaching out to those who are lost, those who don't believe in you, and, and those who don't even believe they have any chance of, in this type of life. So thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing us to come before you in prayer in this moment that this life would be strengthened by your power and your glory. And I pray for all those who have lost their lives during this pandemic, that now over 500, a half a million souls who have been lost to this pandemic. I pray that we are at a new point of life, that we will start turning the tides, and that we, at this time, when we are able to start reaching out to people face to face, that we will stand strong and giving you the praise and giving you the glory for all that you have done in our lives. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Amen. Now, today's scripture is going to be be read from St. Luke chapter 19, verses 1 through 10. Now, I'm going to try something a little different. I usually just read the scriptures, but this time I'm going to play the scripture on my off of my phone, and, and that way I can interject uh, my thoughts of the scripture. So here we go, starting at Luke 19, verse 1 through 10. Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but he was not able because of the crowd, since he was a short man. Now, one thing that, two, two things I want to point out to that point is that Zacchaeus was a rich man, wealthy. Okay, so it's important to point that out because a couple of things is going to happen in this chapter you're going to see that a rich man at that time would not have done. So running ahead, he climbed up a sycamore tree to see Jesus. Now, one of the things that he did was run. A wealthy man in that time would not run. Pastor Dave pointed that out to us, and I thought that was an amazing point because it's true. The Hebrews during that time, and they, they were of power. They walked, and they walked proudly. And if they needed to have a message brought to someone or something to be said or whatever, they would have someone else do the running for them. But Zacchaeus wanted to meet Jesus. And the reason why he wanted to meet him was because he heard so much about him. So it was important to him to get a glimpse of this man and see who he was. So Zacchaeus ran ahead of the crowd, one, that's something that they wouldn't do, and two, he did something even more extraordinary. He climbed a tree. Wealthy men back then did not climb trees. If they needed to see something ahead, they would have paid someone else or had someone else climb a tree and tell them what they seen. But Zacchaeus was 
pressed upon seeing Jesus, so he climbed the tree. Since he was about to pass that way, when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down. Because now, the other big thing about this is that you got to imagine there was a large crowd around Jesus because they, at this time, Jesus was well known. Jesus had healed a lot of people and people heard about it. So people were following him, trying to get him to heal them or heal family members. And it was loud. Understand, this was not a quiet, quiet time. So when Jesus was passing and he looked up and he didn't just whisper to Zacchaeus, he shouted to Zacchaeus. Now, what's important about the fact that he shouted to Zacchaeus is that the disciples were like stunned because for one Zacchaeus was what they called a sinner and two he was a tax collector so they knew that he partook in fraud and, and cheating people out of their money and things of that nature but the fact that Jesus would shout out to him and the thing about Zacchaeus the name Zacchaeus means pure one so when Jesus called Zacchaeus and the people around him is the disciples and people around he's like can you believe you know it's like they, I can imagine him looking and saying do you believe that he's calling out to that sinner and shouting his name out which means pure one and he's not pure here we go today it is necessary for me to stay at your house so he quickly came down and welcomed him joyfully all who saw it began to complain, he's gone to stay with a sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood there and said to the Lord, Look, I'll give half of my possessions to the poor, Lord. And if I have extorted anything from anyone, I'll pay back four times as much. Today, salvation has come to this house, Jesus told him, because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save the lost. Amen. So that's the scriptures. But I wanted to point out toward the end of that scripture that how Zacchaeus came down and then they went to eat at Zacchaeus' house because Jesus wanted to go to his house. So the reason why the disciples and the, the Pharisees and Sadducees, anyone that was around that was listening, that started to complain was that how can Jesus want to go to a sinner's house and eat dinner with a sinful man. So Pastor Dave called it Dinner with a Sinner, which I love that. That was such a catchy uh, title. But the thing about it that's most important that I see in this is that we need to reach out to those who don't believe or those who are sinners or those who are without any type of religion whatsoever or don't even uh, pray or don't think about it or think that there's no such thing as God or Jesus or anything. It's important for us to reach out to help those people. You know, Jesus did not come to save the just the people who believed. He came to save those who were not saved. So it's important and I, I really greatly appreciated that sermon today. It touched me on many different levels, and I re really want to thank the pastor once again for that word. So, 
there are one or two brief points that I wanted to make. We all fall short. The Bible literally says we all fall in short of the glory of God. So no one is perfect except for the one that I'm speaking about, which is Jesus. Another point is Jesus is more for you than anyone that can condemn you. Because constantly people are always condemning us, telling us that we don't measure up, or we're not uh, smart enough, or we don't look good enough, or we don't work hard enough, or we don't earn enough. More people are willing to condemn you than to encourage you to let you know that Jesus is more for you than anyone could ever condemn you. And the fact that everyone was complaining that Jesus was eating dinner with a sinner it's so important to understand that Jesus is a friend of the sinners and he wears that as a badge of honor. So it's okay that if you mingle with, with others that don't believe because our, our goal is to try to help those who don't believe to see that believing is the way. You know, I love, I love uh, serving the, uh, talking about the Word of God. I love serving people who are in need of the Word of God. And it's just an absolute joy to be a servant of the Lord. So here's a reminder for all of us who believe. Many people that are out there are against the church. And it's not so much just the church, but they're against that we are always speaking down at them, always telling them the negative about their own life. People don't need to come to church or hear someone speaking of the church and telling that person how much of a sinner they are, how much, how much bad they're doing. More people need to know what we as believers stand for. So just remember that in your day, if you're a believer and you're talking to someone and you find yourself telling them what they need to do because they're not doing the right thing or they are not moving in the right way, and just think about what we represent. And we represent the love of Christ. We represent the passion of Christ. And we represent reaching out to comfort those who are lost to bring them to the family of Christ, period. That's my message today. Again, I just want to thank everyone for listening and being a part of this podcast as I pray that it continues to grow, that I, that we are able to reach out to more and especially to those who are lost and are trying to find their way. Let us be that light. Jesus is the light of the world. His light is in us. Let our light so shine. Here's one more scripture I just want to leave you with. 2 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. I love you all. God bless you all. And thanks again for joining us. And looking forward to speaking with you on the next episode Lost Kings podcast. God bless you all. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.